What do you think when you hear the word fantasy? Probably something to do with dragons around a castle guarding a princess, with chivalrous knights on horses directed by a king, and an ogre and a donkey running around while early 2000s music plays and so on and so on. But have you ever considered bipedal desert catmen? Giant fleas that carry people like elephants, people living in giant mushrooms, migrating tree cities, sentient god trees, fourth wall breaking deities, sweet rolls and cheese. Lots and lots of cheese. This is what Bethesda's Elder Scrolls series has brought to us. My name is Caleb Nelson, and today we will be discussing the past, present, and future of the Elder Scrolls games. Bethesda Softworks was founded by Christopher Weaver in Bethesda, Maryland in 1986. Although starting with sports games and shooters, when the market called for a first-person role-playing game, competitors literally laughed at the idea of Bethesda Softworks being able to pull one off. Like, literally. They laughed at them. Thus entered Julian Lefay, the original programmer for Elder Scrolls Arena. Arena was generally advanced for a game in 1994, and despite hardly bringing anything new to the table in context of first-person role-playing games, it was at the forefront of the genre for doing what it did do extremely well. It featured a storyline and expansive open world of procedurally generated dungeons and encounters. The series begins by introducing us to the Empire, that of which has been usurped by the royal battle mage Yegar Tharn. You, the player, are tasked with collecting the eight pieces of the Staff of Chaos to drain away his life force and save Tamriel. Due to the success of Arena, a sequel was started on directly after. This sequel came to be known as Elder Scrolls II Daggerfall. Daggerfall, while still being quite simplistic on a surface level, was widely received as the sequel to Arena that fans had wanted. Many encounters in the games were handmade rather than procedurally generated, an incredible feat considering the size of the game. The map of Daggerfall measures up to approximately 209,331 square kilometers, roughly the actual size of Great Britain. The actual country. To walk from one side of the map to the other takes around 62 real-life hours. However, the game added much more depth by including a more solid story and smaller details such as a reputation system, deeper dive into skills, and NPC disposition. In this adventure, you are thrown into the role of an Imperial agent sent to free the ghosts of the previous king, and furthermore receive a letter telling you to effectively revive a giant, ancient robot. Yeah, the 90s were wild. This would be the last mainline game for the next eight years. In 1997 and 1998 respectively, Bethesda came out with a couple spin-off games, an Elder Scrolls Legend Battlespire and the Elder Scrolls Adventures Redguard. 
These games took a different direction gameplay-wise. While Battlespire focused a lot more on exploring and platforming, similar to Prince of Persia and Tomb Raider, Red Guard has its focus on action and adventure, as, long, as well as story. However, since neither of these games offer the same open-world open world role-playing game experience, neither one was as well received as any of the others. It was at this point that Todd Howard was in charge of direction, and Bethesda Softworks was on the verge of bankruptcy. The release of Redguard is what caught the attraction of Zenimax Media Incorporated, who bought out the company. It was then that Bethesda Softworks team was split into two. Bethesda Softworks, which retained the publishing rights, and Bethesda Game Studio, a team of 40 people that handled the game development. This team went on to create The Elder Scrolls III Morrowind. Morrowind's not only defined exactly what an Elder Scrolls game should be, winning over 60 awards including Game of the Year, it redefined the role-playing game genre. It added many things to the main line of games such as 3D modeling, the complete disintegration of procedurally generated locations, custom spell creation, and a very fleshed out and complex story with multiple routes and branching paths. It essentially became an adventurer's sandbox, allowing the player to immerse themselves into a, the unique, new, alien world that the team had built. The story involves the player, being the chosen one called the Nereverine, setting out to stop Dagoth Ur, a deity that used an artifact called the Heart of Lorcan and his cultists from pushing the Empire out and ruling the land. Morrowind, although the third game in the series, seen as the beginning of the Elder Scrolls' rise to prominence. Often forgotten, The Elder Scrolls Travels Shadowkeep was released in 2004 exclusively for the Nokia Engage. Shadowkeep brought very little new concepts to the table gameplay-wise, effectively being a compressed mobile version of Morrowind in a new location and with a new story. One major thing it did have though was multiplayer. Anyone else with Nokia Engage may travel and adventure together in the same world as you. The story follows a local folk hero that gets caught up in a war between three neighboring countries, Skyrim, High Rock, and Hammerfell, and a plot by the spy of the villain of the first game, Yegar Tharn. In order to defeat the spy, you must collect all of the Shadow Keys and Dragon Star teeth. Being exclusive to a mobile device, especially one so niche, Shadow Key has had a very little notable reception. The next game in the mainline series was Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, which was a significant step in the development of the series. Whereas Morrowind brought 3D models to the game, Oblivion polished them into a lush environment somewhat more recognizable as a fantasy world than Morrowind's massive polygons and clunky animations. Oblivion was also the first game to incorporate full voice acting into the entire open world. The AI used for NPC was also revamped to make each character feel more human, 
and civilizations feel more alive. The AI system developed in Oblivion was then used for every game developed by Bethesda Game Studios, proceeding in the future, including in the Fallout series. The narrative follows another chosen one, who travels around the heartland of the Empire, currently under demonic invasion by the forces of Mehrunes Dagon, to close the Oblivion Gates and save the world. Oblivion's fame has won it five awards, a paltry sum compared to its predecessor, however like Morrowind, it has also earned Game of the Year. Later, in 2011, Bethesda Game Studios released The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Skyrim is the latest mainline installment of the series, and features a more streamlined role-playing experience for players. Completely doing away with the class system from the previous games that would confine the player into a style that they chose at the beginning, Skyrim allows the player to shape and mold their character based on the skills they use while playing the game. Being a more recent game, Skyrim's graphics are genuinely beautiful, allowing the player to, to be completely immersed in a realistic looking setting with important stylistic choices to make the viewing experience that much more enjoyable. Being the culmination of all the ideas attempted in previous entries, Skyrim was able to nail down the effect of a living world, with each NPC having AI that details their daily lives and nature's movement in the large dynamic open world. The combat had also been polished to a point that feels fluid and natural, compared to the clunky, role-based combat of Morrowind and sheer button spamming of Oblivion. This game focuses on the Dragonborn, someone with the body of a person and soul of a dragon, to defeat the Dragon Alduin, the World Eater, who, you guessed it, wants to eat the world. That is, in order to make room for the next one. Skyrim also continues the trend of winning Best Game of the Year awards, along with three other prizes. Skyrim has been so well received that it is notorious for being re-released again and again. Some versions of Skyrim include Skyrim, Skyrim for the Nintendo Switch, Skyrim VR, Skyrim Special Edition, Skyrim Very Special Edition for the Amazon Echo, and Skyrim Pinball. While there has yet to be a new mainline game, Elder Scrolls Online is an MMORPG or massively multiplayer online game. Set in the Elder Scrolls universe, released in 2014 by ZeniMax Media Incorporated subsidiary ZeniMax Online, ESO steps away from the traditional RPG format to adapt itself into the conditions and gameplay format of an MMO. And as such, you would play in the world with many other players, and are also able to play with friends. The game followed the player character as they choose one of three factions warring for power over the continent, while all the while, a demonic invasion by Molag Bal, the Daedric Prince of Domination and Enslavement of Mortals. That's a pretty metal title. Although this, the main plot, although this is the main plot for the game originally, it has since been updated to include new gameplay packs with large add-ons to the story, and continues to be updated to this day. Since then, there have also been two mobile games built from the Elder Scrolls world. Elder Scrolls Legends and Elder Scrolls Blades. 
Elder Scrolls Legends is a card game released in 2015 that uses recognizable characters, factions, objects, and locations that players love from the other games to create an Elder Scrolls themed card game. Similar to Hearthfire or Magic of the Gathering. Each card has different properties and must be used strategically to attack the opponent and defend yourself. Outer Scrolls Blades is a mobile adventure game announced with announced and released at 2018's E3 press conference. It harkens back to the beginning of the franchise with procedurally generated dungeons, along with more voice acting, online PvP, and the ability to build your own town. Neither game has done particularly extravagant in terms of popularity, but speaking of 2018 E3 press conference, this is also where director Todd Howard announced the newest installment of the mainline series, Elder Scrolls 6. No official name has been given to the game yet, and all that is available to the public is the announcement teaser and an inside view on the development of the project. Fans theorize that the game should take place in either Hammerfell, a desert country, or High Rock, a traditional family set, fantasy setting, or even both. Most expect the game to be released by 2023 at the latest, and Bethesda Game Studios is known for releasing any information about a project until its release. Not releasing any information about a project until its release. In conclusion, The Elder Scrolls is a large and prominent series of games that have impacted not only the world of role-playing games, but video games in general. Many references to the games, especially Skyrim, can be found in pop culture, memes, art, and other forms of social media. The success of the series merits a try from anyone who enjoys games that deal with adventure, exploration, role-playing, or fantasy in general. 